okay. Zoe, if you need okay, to yeah. say something in this episode, just like interrupt. Yeah. Just like say something. Just say, wait, guys. Yeah. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real life sisters in law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints. You might think they're saints, but they. Some of them are sisters, two of them have sisters, but there's one thing that's for certain it's their sisters. Hey guys, I'm Megan. I'm Kristen. This is Hillary. I'm Zoe, still in Memphis. Memphis. How many weeks do you have left until we get you back? A month. Okay. That still seems like a lot. I feel like you've been saying a month since you left. Fun family cruise. No. Yeah. It's. I feel like it's time we tell the listeners that in 30 days we are going on a cruise together. Is it really 30 days away? 30 days today. 30 days. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. We have so much to do. I know. I didn't know it was so soon. That's exciting. That's so exciting. get ready for That's lots scary. of fun stories. So just lots of things to look forward to from the Sisters Not Saints camp. Mm-hmm. I fell into a TikTok rabbit hole today of like four hours of reading about Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's, that's coming out, and all of the conspiracy theories about how she... Was she really yeah. in a relationship with Carly Kloss? Have hey, you guys I come across this? Oh, I, the entire time you guys were on a cruise, that's all I did was watch Taylor There's Swift so TikToks. much. I went into it thinking like, whatever, you like Swifties, like you, you take it to another... I love Taylor Swift. I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift, but some Swifties take it to another level that I'm just... I don't have the time for... But I fell into it and I was like, oh, let me just see what they have to say. And now I'm sort of convinced that she had this relationship with Carly Kloss and that parts of Reputation and parts of some of her albums were not about Joe, but were about her relationship with Carly. And if you go down the rabbit holes, it'll convince you too. I don't know. What did you think? No, I agree. I don't know what to think. But yeah, I think the same thing. She could totally come out with this next album. Right. The people, the Swifties on TikTok are wild. And go down, like, I don't know how they figure out all these clues. But, like, a lot of the stuff they figured out in the past was true. And they've posted several things that Taylor has liked. And it's just very, like, I don't have the time for it, but I'm so glad that they do. And I can watch their TikToks. But do you think that some of it is just people throwing darts at a wall? No, they show evidence. They show, like, outfits she was wearing, lyrics. They show Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Her locations. Anybody who's got enough time can go back and, like link together even your whole life to be no, not to be where you are no I, they I see can, what you're saying but no they can do that but they did it in the past mm-hmm. and then a lot of the things turned out to be true so that a, they predicted like what so basically like, like lover lover was a side of an album and midnights was always supposed to be the b side that was always the plan she before the pandemic started she was working toward midnights coming out that was kind of put on pause, and then she recorded, just out of sheer boredom, Folklore and Evermore. She was never really planning on those being a thing. There are no, like, number one singles or songs that came out of those. They were just, she was bored, whatever. But Midnight's has always been the album she's been working on for, like, three years. It's yeah, I mean, like I, her I, next I, yeah, big pop album. But, no, if you look back at the lyrics and you look back at a lot of the stuff that was happening between her and Carly Kloss, 
it does point to the fact that they were in a relationship that was secretive. It never got out. The lyrics do. You need to get down on this like rabbit hole that I was in. <laughs> There's also theories that Joe Alwyn's not even really her boyfriend. He's just paid mm-hmm. to play a role. And that Calvin Harris was also paid. And there are tweets from him after they broke up where he referred to himself as her beard. And so wait, are we saying that she's like a closeted lesbian? They Well, Swifties say she's not closeted. If you pay attention, she did come out with Lover. Well, and they break down the whole video and they love her house. Well, yeah, but I think that to come out, it, you, you don't have to pay attention to I that. I think what they're saying is she may come out with Midnight. Midnight's Midnight? Yes, that, that is what they're saying. Right. I don't know if I buy that her relationships have been fake. I think she could be bisexual mm-hmm. and like her hair dye in the music video for you need to calm down was apparently like the color pattern of the bisexual flag. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah, like, but that whole song is about gay rights and LGBTQ plus. Of course, it's not just but that song. She's though. so big on symbolism for her to dye her hair that color specifically right. knowing because she knows people pick apart everything that she does. But even like there's pictures of her supposedly kissing Carly Claw. I have seen that and like back in the day. I did. Yeah, see and that. there's lyrics in her songs about sneaking through the garden gate and, and doing all these Carly's things gate. that it's like you're able to connect. Like all the things she said was actually something that happened with Carly. And even there's evidence that she was. I'm, I guess maybe not evidence, but hints that she was in a relationship with Diana Agron. Is that her name from Glee? From Glee. It's very interesting if you go down there. I think it's. I wouldn't be surprised if she, she out. came out on this. Episode. Okay, I wouldn't either. But then my question is, what do you think the response will be? Because I feel like she will get some flack for not coming out sooner and making like kind of like not a joke of it, but like she's such an advocate for it. So it's like, why not come out and be a bigger so, advocate? I, I know. I hear what you're saying. And what people were saying on TikTok was that in the queer community, they totally accept and embrace. They're like, we see her. We know what she's, we totally understand the symbols. We got the message. She doesn't owe us anything. She doesn't, she can come out however she wants to come out. She can be private with this as long as she wants, or she can come out and that's totally fine. We'll accept her. Yeah. I don't think she'd receive flack for not coming out sooner because everyone's allowed to come out whenever they want. But also because I was listening to one of someone talking about how she has so many stalkers, like more than most celebrities Mm -hmm. and every single thing she does gets picked apart and basically is a danger to her well-being and coming out will be as well. And so no one you shouldn't blame anybody for choosing when to come out, but especially her whose life will be picked apart and will be scrutinized by Mm -hmm. people for anything that she says or does, Mm -hmm. that it would be harder for her to come out. Mm. I think it would be fascinating if it were true because she for so long got so much grief about being this man eater and this slut. And, you know, those were the words people were throwing at her for so long. And she tried to change the narrative and like she owned it. And I think it would be really interesting if inside her head this whole time, she was really just playing everyone and like, you guys don't even know a thing and you think you know everything about me. Right. And I'm not giving her flack for not coming out sooner. And like, yes, everybody can come out when they want. I But I do feel like she will get some criticism for making a, what appears like an Easter egg hunt for 
her to come out. I do agree. People might criticize her for that using it at, for making publicity. It a game and that yes. it's like, oh I yeah, you, if you put together these clues from the last 15 years, you would have known. But it's like, okay, but it's like, why are you making people jump through so many hoops? I think what they're saying though, is that she always had some inner conflict about coming out. You know, she's always sort of had this duality of, you know, she's in the spotlight. She's going to be judged no matter what she does. She sees how she's judged if she's with a new guy. So if this comes out, I mean, I can see where she would think it's detrimental to her career. Yeah, but that's the thing. She's not what you said. People know in the community. People know. They accept it. They see the signs. I'm a huge Swift fan. But if she wanted wanted to keep it a secret because she's so worried about people's reaction, it's... it just seems like you wouldn't be then it's like oh yeah you didn't get that little easter egg hunt i left in uh the song lyrics of my song four years ago but we didn't because we all thought it was about joe no no no. you have to get down the rabbit hole that i was in i also heard a theory that she was um that kim and kanye you have used this against her to say that if you don't let kanye use mm-hmm. you know these lyrics about you and your in his song or whatever then that. we will out you but think about how unhinged kanye is right now if he knew this it would be all over his social media if he had anything to use against her he would have posted it forever ago zoe any thoughts on on the taylor swift conspiracies i like her as a person i like how she does Mm -hmm. leaves these clues intentionally that she thinks it's amusing and her (laughs) fans think it's amusing i don't need to follow along yeah i especially don't need to guess if someone's gay when people have been doing that to every time someone becomes famous that's the first thing is they want to guess their sexuality or that they're hiding something right that's what i'm saying i feel like she will get some backlash for making like a mockery of it like make it using it no no i don't think she's been making that's the wrong that's the wrong word but using it as like gay rights yeah but i but i mean but then using her own thing to i don't know Oh, to make a spectacle yes. to then announce yes. something. Yeah, I just don't believe it. And I just think, you know, Sex in the City said it best. Like, first the girls, then the gays. What? <laughs> Remember when S- Smith Jared became famous? That's what Samantha told him. He was like, first the girls, then the gays. What does that mean? That's how you know you're famous. You get the like 12 year old girls fanning after mm-hmm. you and then you get the gays. Uh, that is true. Yeah. yeah. There's the girls, then the gays. All right. So I think that wraps up the Taylor Swift bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for us? Is anyone else distracted by Zoe? Yes. Who is so distracted. <laughs> yes, like, I keep thinking the crime. I'm like, oh, she's waving. Right. Oh, she's waving. And I look and she's just like scrolling. I'm like, what you're doing? Clearly not what? even in the Zoom no. app watching us. It's she's like just the real like, where you're like, I'm doing this. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's Zoe. She's just like podcast. living her own life. Did y'all hear about this new movie, Barbarian? That's oh, Kristen was telling me about that. I don't really know anything about it, but I was just saw a trailer right before I came. What's it about, Kristen? I think the movie Barbarian comes out this Friday. This Friday? Wow. About horrible house guests. Uh Oh. Okay. Does it come out like on Netflix? No. Like in theaters? In theaters. I feel like you never hear about movies coming out in theaters anymore. Justin Long is in it. Oh, Justin Long. I love Justin Long. I love him too. Wait, who's Justin Long? 
Drew Barrymore? He was in Jeepers Creepers. You listen to his oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I podcast. listen to his podcast every day. Sorry. You ding dong. Every day. Wow. She does. She loves him. Life is short with <laughs> Who's Justin, Justin Long. Long. <laughs> He's in this movie. But mm. I guess it's about an Airbnb guest and things go awry. As like a horror do. movie? It's a horror movie. And it's like an oh. old school, like slasher, 80s kind of horror movie. They say oh it's really God. scary. Y'all should get babysitters and we should go see it this weekend. Yeah, I know. That it looks really, really good. good. Mm-hmm. I they haven't say it's seen good. a horror movie in so long. I know. The, the, even like the poster looked like one of those old school, like 80s Ooh. horror movies. I love that. So I don't know if it's good, but it comes out this Friday. And then I read an article about horrible house guests and we've all had some house guests recently so i want to see if you guys have ever had house guests that have done any of these things okay yes would be my guess (laughs) (laughs) we've had a lot of house guests (laughs) okay has your mother-in-law or anyone ever tried to take your look crusade or any of your expensive like dishes or oh okay not that i know of when you said le crusade i thought you were trying to say Lacroix. i I thought that (laughs) at first too and I was like, wait, how did you, wait, what's the name of that drink? I know, I know that's not <laughs> that it. That was my first time too. Well, this, okay, this mother-in-law tried to take a Le Creuset. Yeah, they said that the mother-in-law said it would match her kitchen and that she could just buy another. Interesting. No. Well, I don't know because sometimes I leave stuff at my mom's house who lives very close to Disney World. And so we go to her house a lot. And so I just have this like bag of things that stay there. And then one day I saw that she had either sent me a photo or posted it on social media. And I was like, Mom, those are my shoes. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I got in your bag because, I don't know, for some reason her tennis shoes weren't meeting her needs. And I was like, well, you can't just take my shoes that I leave there. No, so Megan, that's fair game. I was going to say the same. You left them at her house. house. They can do whatever they want with them. Agreed. No, but she was She like, didn't come to your house and take them. But, well, I don't know. I feel like you were the house that. guest. But, so if I yeah, leave you stuff the there, you're just allowed to like use it? Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. I've had a lot of house guests. We Peter and I enjoy hosting. We've always mm-hmm. told our friends, like, you're always welcome to stay with us. It's mm-hmm. been a little harder now with two kids getting older. Mm-hmm. But especially when I was pregnant or when they were younger, we had lots of friends come and stay all, for a long time and lots of family. Yeah. And, and, like, mostly it's good, but it's always hard having people. And we had friends who are much more environmentally friendly than we are Mm. and so there was always this like weird battle of recycling goods that they would like not are you guys a recycling family no not at all no you don't even fake it no no okay me either it's okay (laughs) our our dad thinks that it causes more electricity and more whatever energy used to recycle than not i'm not saying i agree that's what peter says too but But yeah so then it would cause like weird battles where they wouldn't throw things away and they would just stack them up but then all the trash would drive me crazy and then i would just throw it away but we would never have a conversation about it (laughs) but there would just be like they'd clean out all their cans and bottles what was their plan for it though that they were going to bring it somewhere to be recycled but i just couldn't stand all the like empty bottles and cans on my counter and so i just threw them away it was it's just, just weird. It's like yeah. little battles. But we also had friends who stayed the night who would hook up, um, which is fine, but could be awkward. <laughs> we had friends who would stay and cook breakfast with all of our food, which I did not care. I'm mm-hmm. always happy for people who stay to eat my food. Mm-hmm. But they would cook a big breakfast for themselves and never make any for us. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and so that was always like, Wah, wah. I'd like wake up and be like, oh, Ooh, it smells so bacon, good. Bacon, I'd go in and it's like, 
Oh yeah, we made breakfast for ourselves this morning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had a a house guest one time who was actually living in my studio apartment while I was out of town. So less of a guest, but I came home and he had moved himself into the closet. <laughs> <laughs> My, there was too many windows, too much sunshine that he had moved the mattress into the closet and had set himself up a bedroom on the floor in there. That is crazy. Uh, wait, is this the house that you live in now? No, an New apartment York, in New York. Said. Oh, okay. Wow. That must have been a very big closet, especially for New York. It was a small walk-in closet. I mean, if a mattress fit in there. What was wow. the reasoning? Too much sunlight. Too bright. Too much sunlight. <laughs> Much it's funny now that you I'm say that our younger sister who's now in college her freshman year she had a roommate that would sleep under the bed so she had her tv plugged in under her bed and she would hang her comforter down so that no one could see her and she would <laughs> sleep on the floor every single night she had to fall asleep listening to horror movies that were loud like Aww. not even on headphones or anything and she slept with a knife by her bed a oh knife. my <laughs> so everyone was so freaked out by this yeah. roommate it's like, what kind of trauma have you had in your life that you have to sleep under the bed with a knife? I do kind of like the idea of sleeping in a cave. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. But it doesn't sound comfortable on like a tile college floor. No. I'm mostly wondering how many of Hillary's bad house guests is she talking about me? <laughs> I haven't mentioned you yet, but Zoe has been a house guest many times. Is she bad? Uh-oh. Is no, I'm trying to think. Most of the stories well, we know are I eat all funny. Your food. Of course, she eats all our food. Mm -hmm. I do remember one time I got really annoyed. I, I can think of one time I was mad at you. Oh, or like annoyed. Do tell. It was. I feel like we had. A, it was a the a night before Thanksgiving, and you came in from New York, and you were staying with us. And Luna was a baby, and I was pregnant. I think I was pregnant with Dash. And Peter was working really late and I had to make two dishes to bring over and I was making a costume for me and Bella and I was just like, I'm so frazzled. I have so much to do. And you were like, I just really want to watch TV. And you just <laughs> sat down and I was like running around like a crazy person, like cooking, like Luna was crying. I was like, so I had much to do. And you like did not offer to do anything. That sounds okay, like Okay, well, I will say, Hillary, <laughs> all you have to do is ask. I know. Yeah. But you do help me all the time now. So that was just one time I could think of. But most yeah, of the times are funny. Just say, and I have the option to say, no, I want to watch TV. I know, but you but I would, always be like, help me with this dish. I know, but I couldn't at that time. I'm better at it now. Okay. But at the time I couldn't. Okay. I would just stew that you weren't it was a long offering time to help. Yeah. And I would throw out subtle hints like, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't pick up on it. Yeah, clearly. And when people do that with me, I ignore it. If somebody wants my help, just ask for it. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, just be direct. I'm not going to, I don't, like, Kristen does this a lot too. It's like, I don't get all the subtle hints and the like, oh, I need, I'm just, I'm like, if you need something, just ask. I'll do it if you ask, but I'm not, I'm not going to like, like like come in there like with my white knight behavior and be like oh Kristen, i see you're overwhelmed let me do this you're for you Irish white knight. i mean I please know. don't come in with that accent uh one time zoe stay i feel like lots of times zoe's called me at like 2 a.m mm. while staying one time she called me at like 2 a.m and i was like what and she was like there's water pouring onto my bed i was like what are you talking about and there was, there was, it was raining and water was leaking oh into the gosh. light of her, of the guest room and pouring onto the bed where she was sleeping. 
One time Zoe called me in the middle of the night because she was throwing up. Mm, just just needed, needed some support. Some oh, well, she was at my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, I have a phobia of throwing up. I need help and support. Are you a good throw upper? I'm a terrible throw upper. I love what is throw that? Up. What? I love it. No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I get the feeling after you feel right. better. You feel but so much better. Th- and I, I don't mind it. I'm so used to it ever since I was a kid. I mean, I, I will do anything to not throw up. Me too. I'll try Me to too. just go to sleep I, and yes. like sleep off the nausea. <laughs> Hope I don't have to throw up. What's your- I will feel sick, go sleep in the bathroom, have a panic attack, never throw up, mm-hmm. get up the next day. I could never sleep <laughs> in my bathroom. Again. You've never accidentally slept on your bed, like been so drunk that you fell asleep no. on the bathroom floor. Because part Me of my either. problem with throwing up is a phobia of the toilet. It is terrible. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just like having to be that close to the toilet. Like I just could never, I could never be one of those people that's like, I'm so sick. Let me curl up by the toilet. I'm like, oh, maybe then I- you've never been drunk enough. Yeah, I've never <laughs> curled up by the toilet. Well, no, probably not because Kristen and I didn't start drinking till like later in life. We were like mm-hmm. well we were into smarter. our twenties. Yeah, yeah before we started drinking so we didn't have those moments but yeah so what made you start drinking megan you guys will probably think it's really strange but our family like neither of our parents um drank at the time and i just went to them and Kristen and her husband at the time and i was like you know what i think we should start drinking as a family <laughs> i actually came to you because i had just read about and i had read an article about how red wine was good for your health well, yeah you added that in, but i was like i just think it's time we start reasons. drinking like we're just you went to not? them for cursing i went to them for drinking yeah and i was like just why not it's just how old were you i was when 26 we, i was 23 and but we so, had grown up in a family with uh several generations of alcoholics and then as a result of alcoholism and just like the damage it had done through layers of our family our parents were like we're never gonna have this around we don't want this in our family we grew up in religions that were just were very anti-drinking our grandpa is a pastor and he's very he was he's also a reformed alcoholic and so it was just like something that i think both of our parents grew up nervous about just they were nervous yeah they each had parents that did it so yeah they just but then we did it. So we had this conversation. We were all in the pool one day, had this conversation. We're like, okay, we're going to start drinking. <laughs> so so then that <laughs> night, we went to Chili's. We went to Chili's. <laughs> Which of all places, like why? I don't know. Because Jagger was Yeah, little, Jagger was and, there. Like, she was and it was just sister. late and we couldn't get anywhere else. But it was not like, okay, we're going to order daiquiris. <laughs> and then we did. Wow. So it was you two, your little sister, your dad, and stepmom? No, at the time, our parents were still married. Your mom, mom. Our mom, mom. Real mom. And yep, we had, me and Kristen had daiquiris. I I don't know if either of our parents had any at that time. I don't think so. But yeah, and then it just escalated from there. I think that's very sweet. Mm. I also... (laughs) And now your dad has a full built-in bar into his house. And he has a new wife and a new bar. Mm-hmm. That is really funny that he, you would think he drank all his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. No, he only started, I guess he was 46. I mean, I guess wow. in his teen years, like he did drink. Right. But not a ton. But um, but yeah, no, as an adult, never. We never saw either of our parents drink. My parents were incredibly strict, but and they didn't definitely didn't drink a lot, but they drank sometimes. Mm-hmm. My dad more than my mom. But um, I didn't drink until i was in college i mean i had like a drink or two mm-hmm. in high school but not like i didn't drink and we could never really get out of control with it because we had real jobs at the time right. so it was like weekends yeah weekends but you knew by monday you had to be like in meetings with 
you were so old and wise when you <laughs> right. started drinking. Not old and wise, but I mean, it it wouldn't have like worn off as quickly as it would have at 20, you know? Yeah. Do you, I think I like this and I think it's really sweet that you, you're, you had a family <laughs> meeting about it and decided to drink together. Yeah. I hope my kids do that. But do you ever feel like you missed out on anything? Like, do you, do you regret not having like a story of like, oh, that one time I, I do have her on the toilet. I do have some of those stories, but no, I don't really feel like I overly missed anything. I don't either. I feel like because since then we definitely had moments of, we, we have some stories, but <laughs> nothing risky. Like, I feel like that's the thing. It was kind yeah. of good because it was, I was always with my husband that I'm still married to. So it was like nothing risky, like where I was putting myself in danger. It always felt mm -hmm. safe. Yeah. yeah. I also asked our parents for permission to curse when I was 14. And they said, okay, submit a letter and tell us the words you're wanting to say. So you did. And they said, okay, mm -hmm. that's fine. Did they say they were home words and not like school they words? No, they said as long I was homeschooled, so I didn't oh, have to right. worry about school. But they did say make sure that you don't use it around people who would be offended and make sure you're using them correctly, like not in an offensive manner. Like you wouldn't call your friend a bitch. You can't or, call mom like a... <laughs> right. Yeah. That was one of the rules. I couldn't like call either of them bad words, but they're like, no, I mean, if you feel like you need to. And I told them it was just for like, they were like, well, why do you want to curse? And I said, well, sometimes you just need to for comedic effect. And then for like most of my, the remainder of my teen years, I did every once in a while, I would just like fill in like at the right time, like a curse word. And I got a big laugh. <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah, well, our parents well. have always been pretty chill. If you explain your logic to them, then they're like, yeah, that makes sense. We may not agree, but that's fine. All right, guys. So do we feel like we are ready to dish out some advice? Queen Zoe, do you feel like that was good enough for you? Have we met all of your requirements for a banter beat? Yes. And I'm actually going to have to leave all the advice to the three of y'all. What? You didn't even say anything. Where are you going? Whip out a funny for us right I now. I know, but me and Elvis have an appointment tomorrow at 6 a.m. Who the hell's Elvis? Presley? Yes. You're going to Graceland? Yeah, I got to be at Graceland at 6 a.m. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. bye. All right, Zoe's leaving. Bye, bye Zoe. I'm sad you'll miss the um, advice, advice segment. section. You guys are going to do great. <laughs> we'll Bye. see. Bye, Zoe. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Love you. Bye. All right. So on to our advice for the week. Let's do this. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe Zoe left because this question is actually mentions her by name. Call her back. Seriously? Call her back. Seriously? If it, if it, uh, if call it her mentions back. her by call name, her back. do okay. one with her. Yeah. She's going to be so mad. Well, well she'll get over it. it. She's Hold got on. a job. <laughs> An advice-giving well, job. But it's about roommates. So it's not really about like her job or anything. But, do, but it mentions but her it mentions by name. Her. You have to call her. Yeah, you have okay. to call her. That means someone listened. I have, a, I have to be up at six also. She can suck <laughs> it up. Suck it, Zoe. Are you calling her? She is going to be so mad. All right. So on to our advice segment. Wait, Zoe. there's not really a question. No, there is. <laughs> someone mentioned you by name. Someone mentioned. Okay. So on to our advice segment. Zoe is going to join us for our first question, but then she's got to jump off because she's got to do her big girl job early tomorrow. But our first question, since Zoe is on the topic of new roommates, I was wondering if you could offer a bit of roommate advice. Please don't tell me this is from Luke. 
Wouldn't that be hilarious? That'd be so funny. We have no way of knowing. No, it's not. My roommate and I have been friends for over a year, and we decided to sign a lease in January. We talked about what we wanted and expected in our roommates. This week, a specific scenario escalated into a texting brawl between all the roommates over a lack of respecting boundaries that were previously set and agreed to. Basically, I'm wondering what I should do. Wow. Zoe, what would you do? This person wants to hear from Zoe, the roommate queen. Well, I need more info. Like, what were the boundaries? What happened? I need more info. Yeah, like, but you what should all sit down calmly being... and and talk about it and come to an agreement. Most people are are humans and make mistakes, but are also willing to talk about things and work things out. I agree. I guess I would also just. Because she says that now they're all isolating in their bedrooms and nobody is talking, which is the wrong thing. The longer that you keep this up and you're all isolating and you're all not talking, the worse it's going to get. You need to confront this head on and just be like, listen, let's have a house meeting. This went too far. We all said things that we did not mean. Let's just shake it off. We have until January to live together and we don't want to be miserable doing it. Sure, we don't need to be best friends, but we have to at least exist peacefully yeah but they do it's okay to take some time and process it i think they can go to their rooms for a day or two yeah but not but that's what i'm saying not for too long no but let like you know give yourself some space let it cool and mm-hmm. then come back when everyone's like, level-headed yeah, yeah when cooler heads can prevail and then work it out you've only got a few months left right don't room together after january right move on but also everybody fights and maybe you talk and you end up becoming best friends again. Wouldn't that be funny if it was from Luke? All right, Zoe, we will release you now unless you've got something else to add. Night, Zoe. Night, Zoe. Bye. Okay. So are we ready for our second question? Hit me. Baby. One more time. Oh, this is actually one for Hillary. Seriously? Well, sort of. Oh, okay. Well, didn't mention me by name. <laughs> it didn't mention you by name like Zoe's got the fan base, but we're getting somewhere. Teacher question. So I guess, I mean, sure, teacher. What do they want for a back-to-school gift? I want to put together a small basket with a gift card to Target, maybe some snacks, candy, and extra supplies they may need for the class. They all spend so much from their own pocket and provide so much for our kids. I would like to put something together that my daughter's teacher would appreciate and maybe help lessen just a bit of the stress of the new school year. Okay, well, classic teacher answer. They appreciate absolutely any and everything because, like she said, teachers buy thousands out of their own pocket for their classrooms Mm -hmm. but i think the best thing gift cards and um amazon wish list most teachers now have an amazon wish list Mm -hmm. several post them outside their classrooms but you could also ask them Mm. most i'm sure would be happy to share but they put that way you're getting them exactly what they want for their room Mm -hmm. and they don't have to go and like look for it it can be sent directly to them i think that's the best gift ever as far as like getting something for their classroom, which yeah. they love having, like te- we love getting stuff for our classroom. If you want to just treat them personally, then a gift card. Like if you know, like I hesitate to say like Starbucks gift card because that is obviously something I want. But I know several <laughs> teachers who don't, don't drink, drink coffee. Yeah. So, you know, find out what they like and get a gift card to that. Okay. A lot of schools do like where you have a teacher fill out like a paper of their favorite things mm-hmm. and that's really good you can go and say like oh they love chick-fil-a i'll get them a chick-fil-a gift card or whatever but anything is always really appreciated okay 
I think that's a great answer. Do you typically get a lot of back to school, like it, mm-hmm. beginning of the year gifts as a teacher? It depends where you teach. Yeah. I've been in schools where no, it was a very low income and we definitely did not. And I've been in schools where I've never been in a place where we got a lot, but where um, you'd get something, mm-hmm. you get a couple of things from people. Yeah. Do you, do you find that parents try to like win over your, trying to think of the word like your affections via gifts or affections towards their children i mean maybe that has happened but i've never like i never have felt bribed if that's what you're asking (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to feel bribed by, by some but no i mean and i'm sure that definitely happens especially i'm sure at certain like private schools i could see that happening but i've never had that happen i've had gifts from parents who are like i know my child's a handful you really deserved this Mm -hmm. you know that sort of thing and i i do that for my child's teachers where i like know how hard they work so i want to like Mm -hmm. spoil them peter my husband gets mad at me because i'll often like at christmas get gift cards from parents and then i use those gift cards to buy presents for my kids teachers that's a really good idea (laughs) but also sad that you have to do that that's for you but like yes but i do yourself but being an educator i also really want to spoil my kids teachers because i'm like so appreciative of what they do but Mm -hmm. you've got to spoil yourself too yeah. You can't pour from an empty cup. You know, I think. <laughs> all right. So my next question. Well, first of all, I have to say this person starts out by saying they love our new podcast. Aww, and they look forward to it you. every Wednesday. So we look forward to hearing from you. Please take the time to rate and review us. But she says, my grandmother played a major role in raising me. She is very religious individual and provi- prides herself in this. My concern lies with the fact that I am gay and in a happy, committed relationship. As the holidays approach, I'm planning on taking my girlfriend home with me, but I'm fearful of the response due to her very conservative viewpoints. I'm sure she will disown me completely and likely never speak to me again. I'm trying to figure out how to be okay with this and was wondering if you had any advice to reduce collateral damage. Mm. And she does add that the rest of her family, mom, dad, siblings, other grandparents already know. So to recap, she just hasn't come out to her mom and dad who are religious? No, her grandmother, grandmother oh, her who grandmother. helped, who had a huge role in raising her. And she's very Mom and dad know. Mm-hmm. Grandmother does not know. Yes. Oh, that's so, mm-hmm. that's and a tough spot to be sad. in. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to be your true self to the people you love and come mm-hmm. out. And I hope that the grandmother, you know, if she truly loves her, I would think she wouldn't disown her, but you do hear of that happening Mm -hmm. yeah oh it's a very tough spot to be in well i think this is a very tricky spot to be in and i've watched it up close and personal because something you may not know about our mom is that she did come out my parents were married for what like almost Almost 30 30 years. years they got married really young and then later in life my mom met someone and um, fell in love and had to come out to us as adult children at, to her, to our dad, who she was obviously still married to, to her parents. And her parents are very religious and very, you know, my grandpa was a pastor in a church for 40 years. And, um, that I think if you were to ask her, I would, she'd probably tell you that was the hardest one to come out to just because she knows that that's their religious beliefs. And, There's nothing wrong with that if that's what you truly believe, but it is hard when you're in a family 
and you want to be your true self and you want to bring the person you love around your family. So it took her, I think, more time to come out to her parents. But my grandpa, I've had conversations with him recently about it. And what he has said is it is something that's hard for him because he does have these religious beliefs that he'll never completely dispel or you know, change. He taught this for 40 years in the church, but he loves his daughter enough to overcome it. And he does not want to lose his daughter or lose the relationship he has with his daughter. And that was more important to him. You know, he's made his peace with, I guess, both sides of it. So I think hopefully your family can be the same where they, it's not either or, you can have both. You can live your truth and allow someone else to live theirs. And I think you should remember that no matter what her response is, you're not wrong for wanting to be with the person you love. And if she decides to cut off the relationship, that's going to be terrible. But you have to do at the end of the day what's going to make you happy. And she may come around too. Mm -hmm. It may be one of those things where she does say hurtful things, but Mm -hmm. maybe she'll think about it. She'll see that you're happy and maybe she will have a change of heart. Yeah, I think just go slow also and give her time and space to adjust. And And grace. And you know her better than we do. So you know the best way to have that conversation. If it's including another family member with you, if you feel like you can include your new partner, I think that's too early. I wouldn't include my partner, but you know her best. So I think find her where she is and hopefully she will, you know, be there in your life for you. And also at least you all have the support of the rest of your family. Yeah. So hopefully they can maybe also talk to her and... Maybe she'll come around. Yeah. And going in, I think it's important to go in kind of emotionally prepared, knowing what could happen Yeah, and having a plan for your reaction and response after. Mm -hmm. Yes. Would be important. And no matter who you're talking to about beliefs as well, there's always a middle ground you can come to to agree on something. And that could be that you both want to be happy and healthy and living a life where you are loved and Mm -hmm. cared for. And if you can agree on that and show that you, Mm -hmm. you are, and these are the things, then hopefully that's something you can agree that even if you're not getting to that point by the way she thinks you need to be getting to it, what matters is that you are happy and you are loved and saved and taken care of. And that's what matters. I agree. And you have our support. Absolutely. So feel free to write back in after you talk with her. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. We want to follow up. I know. And we're really proud of you because that's really brave to have this conversation with someone. So we're rooting for you and hope it all goes well. All right. So Hillary, you've got a question? I have a question from a younger girl. She says... um, that she is was on a vacation with her fiance and his family. Mm-hmm. And at night when they would be talking, you know, watching movies, hanging out, playing games, that often her fiance would snuggle with his sister. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that they would sometimes be cuddling on the couch and it was so awkward she would have to leave the room. And she wants to know if this is normal behavior. I don't love it. No, I would think that was so weird if James had a sister and his sister was cuddling with him. Well, James does have a sister. Oh, that's true. They don't. They don't. <laughs> okay. If, if James's sister. sister, James's sister is 11 years older and 
No, they would not be cuddling on a couch, but they're also so far apart that I don't think that just like naturally their relationship would take them there. If they were like two years apart, Shoot, I wish Zoe was I here. Zoe because would be the expert. She loves her brother. <laughs> she does love her brother. Do, do Zoe and do Peter they ever cuddle? cuddle? No, never. Well, okay, so, so Zoe, my sister-in-law, and Peter, my husband, mm-hmm. are siblings, and they're really close. I think they've been close most of their lives. They're two mm-hmm. years apart, and no, they do not cuddle. But would Zoe do it if Peter were interested? I do not think so. I mean, okay. I hate to you speak don't... for Zoe. Well, she's not here, but I can't imagine. But she either did of say them in a past episode that her love language is physical touch with people she's in a relationship with. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like I've seen them hug, mm-hmm. but like I hug Zoe more than her and Peter hug. Yeah. I cuddle her more than. Her. Well, okay. So <laughs> would you think it was weird though? Say you show up to like your first family vacation and y'all sit down to watch a movie Mm -hmm. and Peter bypasses you and goes and cuddles with Zoe. Yeah, I would think it's so weird. I think it's weird. I think it's very weird. weird. But to play devil's advocate, some families are like that, like super touchy feely, huggy, cuddly. What about sister, sister? I love my sister, but we don't cuddle. Would you cuddle cuddle with with Zoe? No, I mean, not past like a joking way. I would mm-hmm. lie in bed with Zoe or my sister and like watch a movie, but not, but I up. wouldn't be cuddling mm-hmm. them. But I feel like we cuddle our baby sister. I just shared a room with her on this cruise and we cuddled in the room like, like all night long. No, not all night long, but I'll go sit with her and I'll like wrap my arm around her and cuddle with her. She yeah, doesn't but, allow me to do it very long. Right. But it also, if we were sitting down to watch a movie, you wouldn't just go sit by her and cuddle for the whole movie. Not the whole movie. I would mostly right. do it just like a like a quick like, yeah. how you doing? I always hug her and I'm always. But would it be, okay, so what if it was like brother and sister seems very strange. You know what makes me sad mm. is that Luna and Dash are very snuggly. Mm. And they won't be when They might older. be. But do we want them to be? Because I guess you need to start cultivating it now. I don't want their fiancés riding into podcast. Right. wondering why it's maybe weird. normal then i feel like this generation right. is going to be much different but in conclusion yes this is weird <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very weird i don't it's, it's not i think yeah i think the question was is yes. this normal and no no i don't i've not. never seen this happen should she like what do you do in that situation what would you do i think i would say i mean i don't i guess i would say something and just be like that was weird. Yeah, I would just say, so you guys are cuddlers, huh? <laughs> I've never seen brothers and sisters that like close. I like that you're close, but yeah, I mean, I guess honestly, I probably wouldn't say anything because like if that's their culture and what they're comfortable with, is there anything wrong with it? Yes, because you want him cuddling with you, not with his sister. Well, no, I think that you don't, I, but you don't want him to not cuddle with your his sister if that's what he's always done just because now you're in the picture. Yes, you then do. The, then the sister's going to hate you. I think you have to let the sister no, cuddle the sister with him a little bit. needs her own man to cuddle with or own woman or whatever. But maybe she has one and they just still prefer, like they don't see each other a lot and they just want to have that time together. I mean, maybe you just need to break up. Mm. I mean, I, mean, I, th- <laughs> I think the, brother- the family culture might just be too different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. What else do they do? How long have you been around? Do they like eat off each other's forks? I don't know. Like, I mean, there are some other weird things you should watch out for. Do, do they, they massage shower? each other at night? Do they shower together? <laughs> I don't know. If just- it's just the cuddling, I think that's fine. Well, it's up to you. Yeah. But yeah, it is weird. All right. That's the last question I have. If you have questions, um, you can 
submit them at our website, sistersnotsaints.com. And we've had a few people ask if they are truly anonymous and they are. If you submit through the website, we have no idea who is sending it in. You could also send us through Instagram. Of course, it wouldn't be anonymous that way. We would see your screen name, but you're still welcome to send it. We won't share who you are, however you want to reach out. Um, so please submit your questions. Follow us at Sisters Not Saints on Instagram and TikTok. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, please give us a review on yes. Apple Podcast, a five-star rating on Spotify. It would help us out so much. And tell all your friends and family and enemies and bosses and coworkers and siblings you snuggle with to listen to us, please. And we'll see y'all next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye from Zoe.